The third time that Bilam attempted to curse Klal Yisrael and it turned into a bracha, so the Torah pre- prefaces that final bracha with the words, Vayashe Salman Barpanov, that Bilam turned his face toward the desert. Targum Yonasim ben Uziel writes on these words that on a deeper level, symbolically, what this means is that Bilam wanted to remind Hashem Yisbarach of the Chet Egel, of the sin of the golden calf, and through that to awaken uh, uh, Kitrug, a spiritual prosecutor, and hopefully be successful in his mission of cursing them. Obviously, we know it didn't work out. So the question is, obviously the Chet Egel was one of the most horrible events that's taken place in Jewish history. It's something that we still suffer from t- till this day. So why didn't it work? Right, we know that all his, all his curses t- turned in, into blessings, and obviously it's all in the hands of Hashem that that took place, that that happened. But Lamai said the Chet Egel was, it was a pretty terrible event. So why, didn't ha- why wasn't Bilam able to be successful through mentioning that, that terrible mistake? The Avodis Yisrael, the, the Kajitzer Magad, he writes something that's completely out of this world, incredible. It's a bit of a lengthy piece, but we'll try to explain it in short if we can, with Hashem's help. He gives a parable. He explains like this. If you have a person who doesn't struggle much, he doesn't have many internal struggles, doesn't, doesn't need to work too hard to overcome negative d- desires. So for a person like that to achieve what they want to achieve, to do what they're supposed, what, what they're supposed to do, isn't that much of a chiddish. It's not that impressive. On the other hand, you have a person who does struggle a lot. You have a person who does face incredible amounts of difficulty, who has to battle internally every single day to achieve what they're supposed to achieve. So for them to complete their mission, any given mission, to overcome any obstacle is so much more incredible, is so much more praiseworthy. And he explains that on Har Sinai, when we accepted the Torah, so if we take a step back and we look at where they were coming from, Klai Yisrael, where, where they were. Granted, they were in a pretty bad place in Mitzrayim, but after seeing all the Makas, after seeing Kriyas Yamsuf, after seeing the pillar of fire, the cloud that was, gu- that was guiding them in the Midbar, after seeing, after eating the mud, so they, have, they, they were experiencing so much giloy alikus, so much godliness in their lives, revealed godliness, Hashem's hand in everything. So is it really that much of a chiddush, that much of a, of a crazy thing that they were so willing to accept the Torah? And Chazal, in many places, compare the fact that the nations of the world refused to accept it, but Kali Yisrael are so special because they accepted it. But they, they, but they had been given and experienced so much. How could you not, what person, after experiencing all that, the man, the makas, kriyas yamsuf, who, who wouldn't accept the Torah? Who wouldn't want to cling to, it, to whatever it was that, that this one incredible, infinite God w- was giving them? What's the chiddush? What's so, what's so special about their, not, about, about Klai Yisrael's na'asa v'nishma? So the Avodah Yisrael writes like this. He says, obviously everything is in, is, in, is in Hashem's hands, and this is a concept that's a bit difficult to digest, and it's, it's rooted in a, in a much larger conversation about Bechira, about f- free will versus Yediyah versus Hashem's infinite knowledge about what will be and what's going to happen. So obviously Hashem must know that we're going to make mistakes, but how do we have free will if He knows that we're going to make mistakes? But that's a conversation, not, not for right now. But He explains that the Yitzhahara, the struggle that Kleisel had 
that they failed to overcome by the Chetz HaEgel was already implanted within them at the time of Kabbalah's Torah, at the time that they received the Torah. And Hashem made it that way so that when it came time to give them the Torah, it wasn't from a place of, we, did, we had just experienced so much, and obviously we're going to accept, accept the Torah. It was from a place of, it's not, so, it's not so easy. And we have struggles, and we have taivas, and we have obstacles, and we have shortcomings, and we have faults, and we're imperfect. But it doesn't make a difference. We want to be close to you, and we want your Torah. And they managed with everything that was stirring inside them already, which ultimately they felt overcome by, by the Chet Egel. Nevertheless, it was with those same struggles inside they, that they decided and they said, It doesn't make a difference. I want to be close to Hashem. It doesn't matter what my insides are telling me to do or what the Yitzhar is telling me to do. I want to be close with Hashem. I want to be close to Hashem and I want to accept His Torah. The Yavodah explains that this is why Bilaam's attempt to remind Hashem of the Chet HaEgel and ultimately be able to curse them because of that, hoping to arouse a Kitrug, a spiritual prosecutor in Shemaim, it didn't work. Because what he wanted to do had the opposite effect. You see, he thought that if he had reminded Hashem of the Chet HaEgel, so he would, Hashem would be angry, so to speak, and he'd be able to find an opening through which he can curse them. But by reminding Hashem of the, of the, of the Chet HaEgel, what he did was remind Hashem that regardless of what struggles they have inside, regardless of what mistakes they may make, they refuse to stop yearning and working to be close to me. They refuse to stop striving to be better people. They refuse to stop pushing themselves to be the greatest people that they can be. So what he wanted to be was hoping to be their greatest downfall. And the, biggest tra- and the biggest travesty, in reality, is what makes our avoda, our, our work in this world, so much more precious to Hashem. Because again, it's not a chiddush for us to learn Torah and be mekayim mitzvahs when we have no struggles. But it's so much of a chiddush for us to do all those things, to daven, to learn a little bit, to do chesed. It's so much more of a chiddush when we do struggle. When it's not easy for us, when things are not so clear, when times are a little bit difficult, when things get hard, when we have to really work to overcome those obstacles. Hashem Yisbarach should give each and every one of us the strength and the clarity to recognize that our shortcomings, our struggles that we all face, each in our own unique ways, are the very things which make our avoda, which make our work, which make our striving to be great so much more precious in Hashem's eyes. Hashem created us in this world to delight and to take pride and joy in our work and our avoda and what we do and what we do to overcome our struggles and to serve Him. And we're meant to make mistakes, and we're going to fall, and we're imperfect, and that's okay, because that's what makes the things that we do, the things that we accomplish, so much more precious in Hashem's eyes. Have a beautiful Shabbos Kodesh.